Hey there, folks, and welcome to the 2022 season edition of the Next in Line podcast, the inaugural episode of the new podcast that we're coming at you, formerly Two Loud Adams. Indeed, we are the Two Loud Adams here, and uh, it turns out that we had to get next in line so we could get on the Metro. All the way from Ashburn to, well, future Ashburn, all the way to D.C. and parts unknown forward by which we mean uh, Glenmont, Shady Grove, you know, the rest of the red line. I, I don't, I don't know. I ride the Metro enough, but Hey, <laughs> um, Hey, so we're, we're, uh, we've had a bit of a rebrand. Um, you know, I know that we had a, a minor rebrand last season. If, for those of you who are listening um, long enough to, to remember, but we are now a part of the RFK refugees sports network. Uh, that is a, uh, a big deal for us. Hopefully it's a big deal for you. Um, we're excited to be on board. Uh, they have got a, a slew of podcasts now that they are managing, one of them being United 96, covering all things DC United, uh, Kindred Spirit, which is covering the Washington Spirit, who are the most recent NWSL champions. Glad that somebody's winning trophies. Ooh. That's right. And uh, of course, uh, the, the newest addition to, to that network is us, the Next in Line podcast. Again, formerly Too Loud Adams. So if you're wondering why you're subscribed to this weird podcast called Next in Line, it's because you were subscribed to Too Loud Adams and you're now subscribed to us. We hope you stay around and we hope you listen. Um, we are here to talk about all things Loud and United, and we're going to we're gonna create a bit of an addition to our show and, and, and what we're um, after here. And we're going to talk about DC United Academy a little more. So I hope you're interested in that hope you join us for for the entire thing and uh yeah that's not to mention uh, where they will definitely overlap this coming year so absolutely and and that's that's where i think that the, the this onus came from so um we're, we're coming at you from from tuesday it's the it's currently the the 22nd day of the second month of the 22nd year and it's a tuesday um, hopefully you will be listening to this when it drops. Happy number two. That's right. When it, when it drops tomorrow on the 23rd. Um, but in the meantime, here we are. Um, so based on where we stand right now, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, some of the upcoming fixtures that we have, you know, being we, we, we just had some preseason games and we're going to talk about what we know about those. And we're going to talk about some of the upcoming fixtures. And we're also going to talk about some of the signings and transfers and things that have come, you know, individuals that have come in and out of, of Loudoun. Um, and we're excited to share all this information with you guys. We apologize. It's been, it's been since July of last year, since we've had an episode and that's a number of reasons, um, both on and off the field for Adam and I, and, uh, we're, yes. we're stoked to, to be back in the, in the booth per se. Um, mm-hmm. if you're a Patreon supporter, you can see that we are both not in the booth. Uh, Adam is, is normal <laughs> at home and I am sitting in a, uh, military hotel currently in Fort Lee, Virginia. Um, without a beard and that's fun, but I intend to be back in time to make the home opener. So, um, so yeah, to grow that playoff beard, Adam D that's right. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Um, so we're going to jump right into it. So I think that the first thing we want to talk about a little bit here is, uh, some of the transfers and signings and, and folks that are, that are new in the door. Um, but before we do that, I think that we have to pay homage to the, the folks that are, Sticking around it, and 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 one of the first announcements that came out of Loudon this year was the re-signing of uh, Nikki Downs and Nanan Hassal Landry. So uh, Hassal Landry came from uh, a, a, he was he was a loan player last year, and he got his contract bought, and so Loudon uh, took him permanently this year, and that's it's very exciting. He's someone who came on; he was kind of a a, a bit of a twelfth man 
for the beginning of the season, but mm-hmm. came on and, and really helped our midfield go. Nikki Downs, um, another stable performer last year, started off a little yeah. rough, but was joined us from Hartford after he'd been uh, slicing through our midfield. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, well, he did a decent job. Uh, I kind of wanted to see a little more from him. So he started the 2020 season. That's right. And, and was a part of that big Hartford team that really took the Eastern um, conference. I think that that was when we were broken into divisions yeah. because of COVID uh, by storm. And, and they, they had a bit of a run and made, I think a playoff game, but um, he was a, an integral cog in the, in the second half of the season for our midfield. So very excited oh, yeah, to see definitely. him back. Um, and then most recently the, the re-signing of now our longest tenured player, which is Michael Gamble, uh, potentially yeah. uh, a, a potential captain, I think, for the team uh, for this season. Yeah, but, unseating Robbie Dambro, but we'll get into him later. For not for captain, but for yeah, a, a different a different uh, thing. So, so yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So in addition to those re-signings, we're excited to see Gamble back. I think I think Gamble had a bit of a, a rough season last year. I just got to say that I think that we're not very open yeah. um, from the Loudon United side <laughs> on injuries. I think that oftentimes we. Uh, we'll get these injury reports and they're blank and we're wondering like, well, where is so-and-so? And so I think that um, yeah. the lack of information that we're getting maybe from the clubhouse is, is on, on folks like Gamble, I think that, I think he was injured. I think that that's the reason why I would assume he didn't spend a lot of time on the pitch last year. And when yeah. he did, it was a little, but we just weren't sure if it was COVID or if it was a hamstring or what they just uh, didn't yeah. say so, yeah, I mean, I don't know if Kobe would take him off the whole season. Maybe though. I mean, obviously there's and that was frustrating there. for everyone involved. So yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna assume that there was something wrong, and that's why the performances and everything were the way that they were. So we're excited to see him back, and we yeah. can see a little more of what what we saw from him in 2020, which was very promising from the veteran um, attacking midfielder or, or winger, whatever he's ending up playing in at the moment. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna hand it over to you, Adam. You take it away and, and run with uh, a couple. Of, I think we've had some new signings. Is that right? Oh, yes, we have. For example, uh, we got uh, starting off with uh, from the Columbus crew. We got Grant Lillard, who's uh, spent some time in Columbus, sometimes in Chicago. Uh, and he's a 6'4 defender. So he's a big guy. He's probably going to slot up at a center back. We got Trey Muse, a goalkeeper from the Seattle Sounders. Uh, friend of the show, uh, USL Tactics on Twitter, seems incredibly high on this guy. Uh, he played uh, at uh, Tacoma in, uh, 19, in 2019 and 2020. And uh, if you want to get technical, he has a championship ring <laughs> uh, with the Seattle Sounders because he was technically on the uh, team when they won that uh, the MLS Cup. Azad Liadi, who's uh, already been making some uh, preseason appearances with uh, DC United, uh, oh, okay. comes to us from Tormenta FC. Uh and he's had some top 10 performances in uh, USL one. And uh, hopefully he'll be able to keep that going as he uh, plays for Loudon. And, uh, un- and finally the fourth signing that uh, showed up near the end of January, the same day, Sam Guidry. I hope I'm saying this right. Forgive it's me. Eerie, I think, but either way, I mean, Guidry, uh, from inter Miami, um, inter- he's guys started his career in the German Oberliga, but he, uh, and then he, bounced around uh, various uh, teams in America, including uh, Greenville, Fort Lauderdale, and USL1. Okay. Popped up, and then he popped up at Inter-Miami. And uh, now he's here. And uh, hopefully the uh, hopefully he uh, provi- produces some good stuff for uh, Loudon. Yeah. 
That's awesome. And then so later in, I think in February, we had a couple of additional signings. We had uh, Carson Bomstig and uh, Rio Hupgund. And then uh, in yeah. addition to the, the current stable of, of, of goalkeepers that we have right now, we added Joe Rice. And, and you mentioned, so Joe if you don't Rice. follow, um, yeah, so if you don't follow USL Tactics on Twitter, um, don't feel obligated to, but it's a great source of information. The guy who runs it is uh, extremely, extremely talented and, and um, puts a lot of info out and a lot of in-depth analysis on on how teams play, the tactics that they're doing, and, and some individual and specific player, players too. Yeah, and some individual player analysis as well. Um, and one of the things he has been high on, you are right, is is the current goalkeeping stable that we have, which of course only one keeper can play at a time. But yeah. um, that's huge news to hear that he is so high on that because we've actually seen some pretty talented goalkeepers come through. Um, yeah. Jermaine Forda, you know, um, Simon Lefebvre, uh, Colin. Colin, oh boy, can't remember his last name. He went on to RGV Toros, and we loved him so much. I'm sorry, I, just, I know. Yeah, I flubbed either him way. Too. Um, Forgive us, Colin. We didn't <laughs> so sorry, but we've seen some pretty talented players. We've had some some wonderful stats coming in out here at, between the sticks. So the fact that he's so high on on those two individuals is awesome news. We we had yeah. a, a final signing that actually is coming through the door, I believe, through the the DC MLS transfer window, and that is Dane Jackman. That's right. Um, and so not a lot, it's just kind of shrouded. Um, we're not yeah. sure exactly what this looks like right now, but especially the, because neither Blauden nor DC has officially announced that he's uh, showed up, but, uh, he has been training with the team. Has he? Okay. So I, I think to my knowledge, yes, I think that he trialed, I'm not sure. I think he's finishing school and there was talk that DC was going <laughs> to sign him as a potential backup or a third string. Mm-hmm. And then there was, I think that either Ryan Kiefer um, out of black and red United, or maybe I'm not sure if it was golf. Somebody mentioned that, that they the DC openly attested that their, their intentions were for him to come to Loudon. So I don't know if he mm-hmm. supplants and takes the number one seed um as maybe the one with the most potential but i, I mean who knows i mean like yeah. you said uh, both both joe rice and um Trey Trey Muse Muse. Have, have, yeah they've put up tons of wonderful performances and i think that either one of them um could warrant a starting position on the team um so yeah or they uh, might it, do the goalie carousel like they did uh, like the second half of last season well, yeah, um, I don't know if that, yeah, I don't know if that worked out well, but you know, hey, I'm I'm also uh, not being paid to coach a professional franchise, so yeah. don't, you know, uh, take... hopefully we get some attacking players because uh, you know, kind of need that to uh, score goals and win. Yeah. You know, you win your game if you score more points than the other team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we had we had a series of players that. Um, that, that left as well. Um, and we'll, we'll dive into them if we've got a chance uh, later in the episode. But a couple of notable ones I think that we really want to touch on is, is yeah. first of all, uh, Gustav Samake, who was on loan from uh, AFC Mimosas, I believe. ASEC Mimosas. Yep, that's right. In in the Ivory Coast, I think. Or is that right? Yep. Um, but they're, he, they're, they're top league. Was on, uh, he was on loan from, from Mimosas to Loudon <laughs> last year. And um, if you weren't paying attention, he had a great season. Uh, yeah. He was amazing at, at the wingback role, um, was a threat down the side of the field and awesome. And uh, DC was paying yeah. attention. And, when he, and he, he could, and he even t- had like some attacking threats, even if he didn't always score. So if, if you weren't paying attention, DC was paying attention. 
Yeah. Um, and they signed him to a permanent contract and, and they nabbed him up. And that was very smart, uh, very prudent on their part. Another mm-hmm. player that was an obvious that we heard all season long was going to go oh, yes. to DC was, was uh, a certain. A certain teddy bear, uh, Ted Cootie Pietro. God, I don't know how he feels about that <laughs> nickname, man. Well, wonder, all right, oh, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. No, no, no. But, I, I, <laughs> hey, the, the team did it. They, 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 they had like teddy bear emojis and stuff on, on Twitter. So obviously yes. like. You know, it, it's it is his nickname, but I, I'm sure he will want to uh, shake that off and, and become. Well, a if he plays well, if he plays himself into the starting eleven, I'm sure he he'll get an even better one. Yeah, if he if he scores a, a mean goal in one of the you know in in, in, a, in an important yeah. game, he'll he'll go from teddy bear to, to grizzly bear real quick. But ha- yeah, um, but having said that, I mean, you look at this guy. I mean, we've harped praises on the past two years of this podcast and even off the podcast. But even when he doesn't score, he dances around defenders. He plays the full 90. He just, he gives, he leaves it all on the field. Even when the team is behind and score, he'll keep fighting to the very end. And that's what I love. Yeah. And he's, he's got, he's got a captain blood in him. He's got a bit of a temper. He's got a bit of a temper, but he's young. He'll, he'll, he'll get through that. Um, in addition to that, you also got Jeremy Gray. That was announced midway through the last season that he got signed by DC. So obviously he's playing with DC in the first team right now. Um, yep. Kamarni Smith was on loan, even though he was technically a Loudon player last year. He was a draft. Well, he was yeah, he was he drafted was, uh, first round by DC. Yep, that's right. And, and so he was technically on loan to us, and even though he was a draft pick uh, from DC, and that that obviously has expired. He's back with DC. I don't know. It sounds like he's going to be struggling the way that it, it's built out there to to find minutes. We will probably see him again. Um, and I hope so. I think he was uh, he was a good. Hope he player. can shake off the rookie jitters and uh, come back strong in his sophomore year with us. That's right. Um, so in other news uh, on the Loudon side, we we've got a, a pretty significant name now being added to the coaching staff. Uh, in addition to Coach Martin, obviously, who we love and uh, we're <laughs> excited about uh, him in his third, four, fourth, I guess he had he was in 2019. He just came in halfway through, but his fourth season. Yeah. But um. That is uh, a certain defender from DC United, retired from football, and his name is Frederic Brion. I knew you'd have the, the little the extra in there. That's right. <laughs> um, so obviously, guys, coaching license and his first step into uh, professional soccer coaching in the United States is going to be through Loudoun United. He's going to be an assistant uh, to Coach Martin, and that's an awesome person, you know, uh, Coach Martin is a, is a highly respected coach in the USL championship. A lot of people speak very highly of, of the tactics. He's very, very hard, fast, attacking uh, type player uh, who, or excuse me, type uh, coach who um, a lot of folks are, are, are real high on, even though the last two seasons have been lackluster um, in, in the performance phase. But I mean, you could say that they, we, the wooden spoon. Yeah, sure. Two years in a row, whatever. Yeah, but we unfortunately honesty, we can't run from that. But in all honesty, though, you know, despite that, I'd say that off the field, we've had successes. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's a good transition to the next point I'm going to make, which is, you know, one of the, the, the staple Academy kids that came on and came in through a Loughton contract and eventually got brought up to the D.C. team was Kevin Paredes. And if you're not, again, not paying attention Ooh. to what's happening in D.C. United, Kevin Paredes set a D.C. United record transfer sale fee. Um seven or eight million dollars i mean that is covering the more than the entire initial cost for segger field right there i mean it's obviously not how it works out but still you get what i'm saying like so being sold to bundesliga side vfl wolfsburg um so i mean the 
the project is running great. It's it things are going great. It's just that the results on the field are maybe not. And I think that this is a good year to turn that around. Yeah. I mean, we've given them, we've given plenty of pep talks throughout the last season saying that they are better than their record. And even though a lot of them are, you know, trying to get their first minutes in uh, pro soccer, academy kids hoping to uh, strike it big. And some of them have, but we'll get into that later. That's right. Um, So we also wanted to to spend, before we round out like team news and that kind of stuff uh, and start talking about some uh, upcoming matches and and maybe some preseason results and, and whatnot wanted to take a quick brief moment just to do something that we didn't do at the end of last season that we had every intention of doing at the end of last season yeah. um had things continued the way that that they were um and, and that is the accolades from last year um you don't get anything fancy i'm sorry if you're one of the players that's listening to the podcast i don't know well I'll buy yeah, you a shirt or something. Yeah. But if you know, otherwise, yeah, it, it's, it is not much to it other than uh, name recognition, which is uh, in our books. Very, very amazing. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to go through a couple of them real quick and just kind of rant them through. We don't, we don't need to, to go in depth. If you remember, that's awesome. Um, so, so team performance of the season uh, was, was against India 11. Um, that was obvious. Yeah. That was a four, one victory. No that was reason. A very really. fun night. No reason to really dive into that yet. Um, the performance of the season, we're going to go ahead and throw that to, to, to Ted Cootie Pietro. That was uh, June 30th against the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Amazing goal he had. Um, the utility player of the year, this is kind of like you're all around, can play everything. You're a Swiss Army Knife player. Um, went to Robbie Gambrot, who unfortunately uh, now plays for the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Um Ooh. Most improved player of the year was Nikki Downs. I think that that first game against Miami, I was wondering where was the Nikki Downs that I watched play uh, for Hartford the season before. And then toward the end of the year, I kept thinking, I don't want to see a lineup without his name in it. So that in my mind is the best <laughs> improvement you can have from the course oh, of yes. a, yeah, a few months. Um, People's choice. We put a poll out on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, check us out next next in line at or whatever uh, at next in line and um or podcast excuse me next in line pod and uh yeah we had a, a little poll out there that went to jermaine forda uh so jermaine mm. forda won that goal of the year was a tie that was both tkd yeah. and giovanni bolivar's goals uh both of them were almost from the exact same spot uh, <laughs> with the exact same oh, result yeah. uh, against the pittsburgh riverhounds june 30th um amazing game Assist of the year came from Jeremy Gray, a long ball over the top to, I think it was to Samake against New York Red Bulls two on September 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, the young player of the year. So this is like when we get to like the big, the big ones right here. Young player of the year went Ooh. to, to also to Jeremy Gray um, had an awesome outbreak season. I mean, it was just a humongous piece of our midfield. Um, what was probably top five in, in the league for passes and accuracy um but either way and then player of the year uh, i don't think that you could go any other way i think it's an easy handoff i think that ted cootie pietro was our yeah um he was the he led the team in goals and assists seven and three respectively last year yeah but and, even and he's, but even if you don't look at the stats just the eye test like i was te- i was te- i won't repeat what i just said a, a few minutes ago so just let's say I said that already here. Yeah. And, and he, he, um, 
he even stepped up as, as a real young kid a couple times, you know, took some penalties and was, was a captain um, for a couple games as well. Just an all around um, bright future. I think that we're excited to see him. Yes. So that it's an easy, easy uh, uh, player. We're to sorry see to see him leave Loudon, but we wish him all the best in DC. Hey, we might still see him again, um, but in, in, never in, say in, never. In, I know. In, in a way, I kind of hope we don't. I hope we see him uh, <laughs> succeed at, at the next level and, and yeah. take them take the MLS by storm. Um, I hope he's the next Kevin Paredes. Um, same, same. So, okay. So that, that's just one to wrap that up real quick. Oh, um, yes. And um, don't forget. And I did want to mention there's a lot of choices for save of the week or save of the year, I guess, by uh, Jermaine Forda. Save for the season. <clears throat> Am I, is it cheating if I say that it was not one, but like a, three saves in a row. No, I'm sorry. Against the, against the Tampa Bay Rowdies, October 23rd. Uh, I don't know if they won that. I don't remember if they won that game. Probably not. But uh, in less, in less than half a minute, he he stopped an effort by Sebastian Genzati. Then he denied a deflection from Lewis Hilton. And then he sprawled to keep out Steven Dos Santos. The same thing. Yeah. All all in the same minute. (laughs) That counts as a single save to me. That that makes yeah. sense, man. That's awesome. Man, that, he had so so many that yeah. you know he got nominated. I think three times for uh, well, he month. got nominated like seven times throughout the season. Believe really? it or not, yeah. I don't think there were seven months, but either way, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not of the months, but of the weeks, yeah. Fair enough, yeah, fair this, enough. but he it, yeah, it was you know sometimes he couldn't do everything. He you know had to do with what the defense could support support him, but yeah, even the best goalies get scored on, you know, but. He, there were games where he would just put on a clinic yeah. against the team, and it was amazing to watch. Heck yeah, I can't couldn't agree more. Um, all right, so that wraps up uh, the the first first chunk of the podcast. We're gonna we're gonna do two other small pieces as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna talk about some of the results. Um, normally, this would be a time when we're gonna talk about. And, and and for those of you who've been listening for a while, you know this, but this is the time we talk about some of the most recent games and whatnot right now. Um, and, and then we, we dive into what's upcoming a little easier to, to yeah. mention, but um, the, the only preseason match parentheses S and parentheses um, <laughs> it, it, that, that I've got is, is the Pittsburgh river hounds game that was mentioned briefly by Loudon a few days beforehand. The only way you could really follow anything uh Yes, USL Championship follows the same curse that the MLS is dealing with and fans of the MLS teams, which is that we're not yeah. getting any coverage and whatnot. So if, if you're not if you're not hearing anything change on the MLS side, you're not going to hear anything change on our side, probably. So yeah, um, yeah, what was me? But even it, it, here, we even here we're suffering from a lack of preseason content, even more so than DC. Exactly. Yeah, and so we were at least uh, lucky enough to see a couple of tweets coming from Pittsburgh Riverhounds uh, Twitter. And um, from that, we gathered the 3-0 result to Pittsburgh, three very yes. late goals. Um, the, the only notable thing that uh, you could say from this is that, as we mentioned a second ago, Robbie Dambrot, who was the longest tenured player, I think he came on in the 2019, our original, our inaugural yeah. season, um, has, has left and, and was just signed with, um, with the Riverhounds. So we have yeah. no idea if he played. We know he did not score, um, even though we know he's very capable of it. But that was on February yeah. 16th. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And the one other, uh, I guess I'll mention that that um, we are not entirely sure if this happened because all, the only evidence we have is one tweet uh, from the Richmond Kickers, where apparently they played in 
reportedly played in Glen Allen, Virginia, and the kickers won two to one. Yeah, which is Loudon, interesting because they listed it as a as a home game for Loudon. Um, yeah. but it, it certainly from the videos was not Segra. Maybe it was the training ground that I have not been to Maybe. DC. Um, but either way, yeah, it looks like they they actually beat us two to one. Um, we don't know who scored, we don't know who played. Yeah. We, literally, we know nothing. Um other than that it happened, probably that it happened. <laughs> um, and it's the second year in a row, I believe, that we've had the opportunity to face our USL one compatriots down south of here, um, yes. down 95, which is an awesome thing to do. I think that that, that helps build the fan base. They, they are a long um, existing franchise in um, the professional sports franchise, you know, yeah. world in, in Virginia. And so it's, it's awesome. And they've do. had ties previously with DC before. Loudon exactly. Came in. Exactly. So it's, it's great to see that that relationship continue. There's um, a rumor that Loudon might play one more friendly against Richmond, but because the, one that they played before Pittsburgh was canceled, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not sure. Um, you know, follow us on Twitter if you want to follow, if you want to get more intel. We'll try to share as much as we can, but it doesn't sound like we're yeah. going to get a lot of information either. Um, so, but one thing we can talk about, if we can't talk about the preseason games that <laughs> might or might not have transpired, is yes. that, and, and, and might or might not transpired because they probably were half trialists because as we mentioned, if you, if you have uh, two hands and are able to count, you can probably count that we don't have a full team yet. Yeah. Um, we, we do have, I think 11 players, but I think three of them are goalkeepers. So yeah. one thing, maybe, so maybe a couple of them can be pressed as sweepers. There you go. Yeah. One thing <laughs> we can't talk about is we have two th- th- is the first two matches. Um, the second of which is, is not as significant. It's our first away match, New York Red Bulls two. Yay. The rivalry yeah. continues last season. They kind of manhandled us. So we'll, we'll yeah. leave it at that. Hopefully revenge for the seven, three drubbing we gave them at the end of the, of the 2020 season. There you go. Um, hopefully we can, um, set a new precedent matches. for 2022. Yeah. Um, but we'll, the, the home opener, which is March 12th, will be we finally we have enough respect in the usl championship that our opening game will be a home game um so it's good to see that that's that's the way this is now so home opener at yes. Sagerfield, march 12th in the 11 and 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 last time we played them we've played them three times in franchise history twice the 2019 season they beat us twice uh, yeah. 2019 and that's fine um, they came in really hot in 2018 and made the playoffs in 2018 and 2019 mm-hmm. um, after joining from four or five, maybe six years in the NASL. Um, and the, the last few years, they've kind of puttered out. They, they have a, a massive uh, development um, budget and uh, fill, fill it out. They, they are a, a proverbial contender in the usl championship in the last few years they have not made the playoffs and mm. we we helped them miss the playoffs last year when we beat them four to one and so yeah hopefully possibly, that's and as we said the best probably the best game that loudon had all season mm-hmm. oh hands down i think it was one of the only games that we won by more than one goal um that you had a a, a brace more that like came the from only sammy game we won by more than one i think but it was on. i think it <laughs> yeah. was the only game uh, we had Sorry, a brace from Sammy Sergi. We had uh, a goal from Darlouis Paz, and I believe a goal also from yep. Ted Cudi Pietro. Was it? Yep. Oh, I think it was Giovanni Montes Dioca. No, Montes Dioca, unfortunately, uh, I don't think he scored for the team. Okay. Um, fair enough. So that's a, that's gonna be a great game. We're excited. 
it really depends on what what Indy 11 kind of trots out there um but or, or which which Indy 11 you know the, the one from two years ago or the one from the last two years um if it's the one from the last two years we have a we have a rare opportunity to go one and oh um for the first time ever yeah build some and, confidence uh, yeah get some and momentum going hopefully we can get some fans out there and, and cheer cheer on the boys and um make that happen so yeah Hell so yeah um, with that said, we're going to jump into the last little bit. Um, and, and this is, this is the final, uh, vertical as we're calling it. Um, so, you know, we, we've got a couple different things we want to cover on, on a, on a, uh, biweekly basis when we have these podcasts, but the final one is the newest edition, which is we're going to exclusively try our best to, to, to talk about the DC United Academy. Um, some of the future prospects, um, some of you might see them in Loudoun, you might see them in DC, or you might see them in a college near you. So some of them, not, not just player highlights, but also kind of looking at some of the results of, of the Academy and, and, and then give you a little more in-depth coverage. Um, whether that is like, like Adam just said, Loudoun signings or returnees, or, or maybe even some folks that are fixturing right now at the DC level um, mm-hmm. or even upcoming matches, but I'm going to hand it over to Adam. You, you take it away. Yep. For starters, if you for the little bit of uh, news you might have gotten from DC preseason games, you might have seen a name Jackson Hopkins, who's uh, one of the kids from uh, the DC U17s who got some starts with Loudon uh, last year. Even got himself uh, he got himself a couple of scores with the team uh, in the season. He uh, showed up some pretty good working on the wings uh, as a forward. And hopefully, we'll see more of him. Uh, in the hopefully we'll see more of him playing in uh, at the pro level. Also, uh, some names to watch out for uh, going forward. I got a couple of uh, kids who made the U.S. Uh, national U15 team: uh, Braxton Hayes and Gavin Turner. Um, they've uh, they're getting some pretty good minutes uh, with the uh, academy team, and uh, it seems that you know at the national level, there's also some folks who are high on them. And uh, they got a pretty solid fan base here in the uh, Loudoun County area. So keep your eye out for them. Also, uh, awesome. Alessandro Maldonado, a.k.a. Nino, who's, uh, gotten, who's been playing for the U-17s and has gotten looks not just from uh, the U.S. national team, but even from the Honduras national team. And even got a few scouts who have been uh, looking, giving him a uh, strong look. So we'll see if... Uh, where Nino goes, uh, and hopefully uh, he goes with United. Vamos United, as they say. That's right. Oh, that sounded corny. <laughs> so that's a very so that's a very uh, quick thing, though. But um, furthermore, they're you know these United Academy teams. They're playing at least uh, once or twice every month over at uh, Segra Field. So uh, stop on by, and uh, if you want to come out, support them and hopefully see some action and maybe who knows, maybe you see one of them in Loudoun, you see one of them in DC United or in another team. And we even got a few others who are, you know, planning to go off to college and try their luck there. Like uh, Johnny Manel just signed letter of intent for Xavier. We got uh, Jackson Hopkins is. Oh, wow. Who I just mentioned planning to go with the uh, university of Virginia, play with the Cavaliers or uh, Diego Gomez Ochoa, who, uh, played some serious minutes with Loudon last season, who's uh, signed a letter for Boston college play with the Eagles. And well, uh, you know, best of luck to all of them, whether they decide to stick with college or try going pro. 
Hey, man, that's awesome. Uh, it's crazy to hear about uh, about, about Manel because I know that he was a, a he was a big part of of the on field presence and in, in, in the sticks in the second half of the season. Um, yeah. So I know he got a lot of minutes. That's great to hear him moving on. Hopefully he comes yeah. back. Um, but if not, I mean, you know, I, it was, you know, a big confidence builder, or at least I hope so. And the fact that they gave him the starting job in a few loud in games, it must've been tough at that point, but he did have some really good saves. So, you know, hopefully he uh, learns from that experience and comes back stronger. Heck yeah, man. That's awesome. Um, all right. Well, uh, Hey folks, that that's that's it. We're gonna we're gonna try to make these a little shorter, a little sweeter, um, a little easier to listen to on your drives. For those of you, especially who aren't maybe commuting the same way you did in the past, um, <laughs> you know, if you got some extra time to listen, by all means, this is an opportunity to, to tune over to maybe United ninety six to, to listen to some stuff about DC United or Kindred Spirits. To listen to some stuff about Washington Spirit as as they both get ready to gear up and start their seasons. Uh, Washington Spirit starts, a or even sooner. better, subscribe to our patreon and we've got some extras that'll come for you very soon yeah and and that's also the intention is if you do want to uh check us out on patreon we're easy to find either you can search either next in line or two or two lot adams um from our previous link we'll it'll it'll bring it to us um we're gonna have some extra stuff we'll talk about players coming in and a little more in-depth analysis on them some of the players that have departed uh and maybe where where they're headed to um you'll also get our beautiful faces. You won't just hear us. Um, you'll see uh, us sitting here as, as we uh, sip on beers and talk to you. More like um, the two beautiful Adams. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going no one's gonna to say that. Uh, but yeah. So by all means, uh, follow us, support us however you can. And, and if you can't, if you want to just listen or you want to just see us, we'll be at game days. Um, and we're excited to be here. We're excited to be a part of the RFK refugees network. And yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks a lot for your time, everyone. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, stick with us and be ready for what's next in line. As always, I am Adam Indelovitz. And I'm Adam Davis. Stay loud and united. <laughs>